The Form I-9, which is used to verify the identity and employment authorization of individuals hired for employment in the United States, has recently gone through some changes that employers should be aware of. Welcome to HRpreneur. I'm Jim Duffy. From Main Street to your street, the HRpreneur podcast is centered around helping small businesses like yours gain the knowledge you need from HR, payroll, and hiring to time, taxes, benefits, and insurance. Today, we're talking about Form I-9 and E-Verify and some new updates. We're joined by Philip Santos, the Software Solutions Implementation Lead at EMP Trust. Welcome, Philip. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jim. Uh, Looking forward to diving into the I-9. Fantastic. Well, let's do just that. Let's dive in. Let's start with a fundamental question here. Can you please provide some background on Form I-9? Absolutely. The Form I-9 often referred to as simply an I-9, is used to verify a hire's identity and work authorization. There are some guidelines and regulations around the completion of the I-9, so employers are expected to ensure that each employee properly completes the I-9 at the time of hire. Section 1 of the form must be completed by the end of the employee's first day of work for pay, and this portion of the form requires the employee to attest that they are authorized to work in the United States. Section two must be completed by the employer within three business days of the employee's date of hire. So the section two process involves the employee presenting their choice of certain documents that demonstrate their identity and work authorization. And the employer is expected to examine these documents to determine whether they reasonably appear to be genuine and that they relate to the employee. The employer is then expected to record this document information into Section 2 of the I-9. So, Philip, what is the most recent guidance from the USCIS on the Form I-9 process? On August 1st of this year, the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, otherwise known as USCIS, released an updated version of the Form I-9. So this new version of the I-9, which is dated August 1st, 2023, is available on the government website on USCIS.gov. Employers can continue to use the current version of the I-9, which is dated October 21st of 2019, until October 31st of this year. What that means is starting from November 1st of 2023, employers are expected to switch to using the new version of the Form I-9. Now, the USCIS also issued updated guidance on the Form I-9, which allows a new alternative procedure to the in-person physical document examination method that employers have followed historically as part of the I-9 process. So, Philip, I'm sure our listeners would like to hear a little bit more about the new alternative procedure. But first, if I may ask, have there been any changes made to the Form I-9 itself with the new version? Yes, I'm really glad that you asked that, Jim. There are some notable changes in the new version of the Form I-9, which includes a checkbox for employers who use the USCIS's new remote inspection process to indicate that they examined the Form I-9 documentation remotely rather than performing a physical examination. There's also a revised list of acceptable documents that now includes some acceptable receipts and guidance and links to assist employers with information on automatic extensions of employment authorization documentation. Section one, the preparer and translator certification portion is now on a separate standalone supplement to be used only when necessary. 
Section 1 and Section 2 are now on a single-sided sheet. Section 3, Reverification and Rehires, is now on a standalone supplement to be used only when necessary. And the revised Form I-9 instructions have been condensed from 15 pages to 8 pages. Also, employers are expected to provide the set of instructions with the Form I-9 to an employee when they are requesting an employee to complete Section 1. Considering these developments, employers should review their Form I-9 document inspection practices. So, Philip, um, how do employers handle Form I-9 requirements for remote employees given the shift to remote work? And what are the options for Form I-9 document verification? Typically, for the Form I-9, employers must examine an employee's documentation in the employee's physical presence. However, if an employer is unable to physically meet with the worker to review their original Form I-9 documents, federal law allows employers to use an authorized representative to fulfill this function on the employer's behalf. Beginning August 1st of this year, employers may follow a new alternative procedure to the in-person physical document examination method, provided that they meet certain requirements. So, Philip, when you mentioned the requirements, can you talk a little bit about them? What are they for an employer to use the new alternative procedure to the in-person physical document examination? So, to qualify for the alternative procedure, employers must be enrolled in E-Verify, and they should be considered in good standing with E-Verify. Can you tell us a little bit more about what E-Verify is? Yeah, absolutely. So E-Verify is an internet-based system run by the federal government that compares information entered by an employer for an employee's Form I-9 to records that are available to the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, the DHS, and the Social Security Administration, the SSA, to confirm employment eligibility. E-Verify, as an electronic system, can provide results within as little as three to five seconds. Well, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Philip, a moment ago, you mentioned uh, E-Verify participants must be in good standing to be able to use the new alternative procedure. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you meant when you say in good standing? A participant in good standing in E-Verify is an employer that has enrolled in E-Verify with respect to all hiring sites in the United States that use the alternative procedure. The employer must be in compliance with all requirements of the E-Verify program, including, but not limited to, verifying the employment eligibility of their newly hired employees in the United States. And lastly, that employer should continue to be a participant in good standing in E-Verify at any time during which that employer is using the alternative procedure. If a qualified employer chooses to offer the alternative procedure to new employees at an E-Verify hiring site, that employer must do so consistently for all employees at that site. However, a qualified employer may choose to offer the alternative procedure for remote hires only, but continue to apply physical examination procedures to all employees who work on-site or in a hybrid capacity, so long as that employer does not adopt a practice that could be considered discriminatory or treating employees differently based on their citizenship, their immigration status, or national origin. Qualified employers who use the alternative procedure 
with an employee must retain a clear and legible copy of all documents presented by the employee seeking to establish their identity and employment eligibility. So, Philip, what does the DHS alternative procedure entail? A qualified employer or an authorized representative that is acting on an employer's behalf who chooses to use the alternative procedure must do the following items within three business days of an employee's first day of employment. First, the employee must submit a copy of their chosen I-9 verification documents to their employer. Second, the employer must examine the front and back if a document is two-sided, copy of the identity and employment authorization documentation to ensure that the documentation presented reasonably appears to be genuine. Third, the employer must conduct a live video interaction using video conferencing software with the individual who is expected to present the same documentation that they provided copies of to ensure that the documentation appears to be genuine and relate to the individual. Fourth, the employer must indicate on the new I-9 by completing the corresponding checkbox that an alternative procedure was used to examine documentation to complete Section 2 or for re-verification if that applies. Fifth, the employer must retain a clear and legible copy of the documentation, again front and back, if that documentation happens to be two-sided. And lastly, the employer is expected to submit an e-verify case for their new hire following the government's guidelines. Philip, this has been excellent. A lot of really great, useful information has been uh, shared, and we greatly appreciate that. And while you were chatting, I took down a couple of high-level notes. I'll give a quick recap, but please keep me honest, okay? Um, one point I heard you you make was that on August 1st, 2023, the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service, or USCIS, released an updated Form I-9, Employment Eligibility Verification. One addition is a checkbox for employers using E-Verify to indicate remote examination of documents under a DHS-authorized alternative procedure. And starting from November 1st, 2023, all employers must use the new Form I-9. And the last point I heard you make, one of the last points I heard you make, was to qualify for the new alternative procedures, employers must be enrolled in E-Verify and be considered in good standing. So did I recap those accurately? Yes, absolutely. Correct. Perfect. Great. Terrific. Well, we appreciate, again, your time coming on HRpreneur today. And this brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks again to Philip Santos for joining us. Presented by ADP, HRpreneur focuses on the entrepreneurs and business drivers who are shaping the growth of their companies and positively impacting the lives of their employees. With each episode, we bring the experts to you, answer your questions, and help you think beyond today so you can discover more success tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to HRpreneur. Be well, and we hope you'll join us again soon.